Good evening, MJ. Good evening, Sarah. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. This is Sarah. And this is MJ. And we are... Bourbon. And Buckeyes. Hashtag, Hashtag shut, shut Up, up Tony. Tony. I just got to see Tony, and he's, you know, handsome as ever. He's Tony. Looking good. All right. He's looking good. He is for an old man. <laughs> oh, MJ. Please. We tried to get him to talk, to let us... Yeah, him today, he didn't, and he said no. He didn't want to be on the show today. No. Gatsby, however, won, wants to be on the show, yes. but he's upstairs with Daddy. Yes, hopefully. Yeah, because <laughs> he's bouncing this big gigantic rubber ball, and it's like ba boom, ba boom, ba boom. So, <laughs> so today we decided that we would ask each other fun questions, and um, we'll I get- have four, and my fifth one doesn't relate to sports, but the rest of them do. And I've got about three, but I'm sure some <laughs> others will pop into my head. So I wanted to um, make a, so point out something that I got incorrect. So, because um, we don't have like a fact checker, we could probably check ourselves. But um, so when we were talking last week, we were talking about um, people celebrating in the end zone or, you know, throwing their bat when they hit a home run and Mary John hates it. And I think it's fun. <laughs> I just want to point that out again. And um, so my friend Michelle texts me and she's like, hey, you know, you got this wrong. It's not, it wasn't Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco, that did the Sharpie pen. It was um, Terrell Owens that did it. And I'm like, oh, crap, you're right. So I'm, ma- I'm getting this correct now. She is right. My friend Michelle is, um, maybe she should be doing the show. <laughs> because She can be our fact she, checker. Maybe she could be our fact checker. The other thing I wanted to point out too, because she, she had texted me about this as well. When we were talking about baseball and we were talking about, um, you know, this was quite a while, maybe like a month or two ago when they were, when baseball players were like, we're not playing unless, you know, this is, they didn't want to play for the COVID factor and being safe or whatever. But it was, we were talking about you know, making money. And I was talking about, my example was, were the um, Chicago Cubs. And so you were kind of like, well, they, they, don't they make money off of those buildings that they sit in? I'm like, no, you know, that's just like, that's just where people live and they sit up there. And you're like, no, I don't think so. So I looked it up because Michelle's like, this is what I found. Cause she, you know, she was looking into it as well. Anyways, I, and she's like the owner of the Cubs owns those buildings now. This is the, we were all kind of right. We were all right <laughs> at some point in time. So in the 80s, and I remember this because back in the 80s, because I think it was 1988 is when they started, they had like the first night game at Wrigley Field because they were still playing in the daytime because that stadium was so old and they didn't have lights, right? And I remember, I think it was WGN because if you had cable mm-hmm. and you could watch the Cubs in the middle of the afternoon because they had all these afternoon games. And I remember seeing like people randomly sitting, not in any sort of stand, on those building tops right. so they used to be residential they used to be just like you know random get-togethers on the tops of those buildings people were like hey i live on i think it's wave lane or wave line there's a couple different streets that the, these places right. run and so people would just have these impromptu parties and you could watch the cubs game and then they became not residential and there was a company that bought a lot of them and they started charging people admission to go up there and watch and then the the current um owner of the cubs he didn't like that people were making money off of the cubs so because they, they don't make enough money right so whenever they um so whenever they they did some renovations to to the field and so they've blocked 
they put up stuff so they would block the views of these. So people were in an uproar about that. So they ended up buying, I think it's six or eight of these those buildings and putting the stadium seating on there. And so a lot of them are, there's like a bar underneath. So you can kind of go in, but you, have, you still have to have a ticket. So since they own them, they are making money off of them. So that's kind of the story that I got that I read through um, about the Chicago Cubs. So we we're all kind of right in different points <clears throat> of the last 30 years i guess good to know years yeah okay so there those are the two things that i know we've screwed up a little bit (laughs) and i'm sure there's a lot more so michelle keep it coming fact check us michelle's way better with names than i am i had the right thing i just had the the wrong person but he did you know they both did a lot of antics and i think they played around the same time and i've gotten them confused i guess clearly i did anyways it happens that i just wanted to get that out of the way so thank you michelle appreciation for keeping me on the straight and narrow with my facts (laughs) all right so who's going first on the questions i'll go first since i've been talking okay my face well you're gonna have to talk again anyway okay well whatever so my first question is okay who is your favorite athlete all time and why who's my favorite athlete of all time and why that's hard, Mary John. I know. I got some hard ones for you. Um, hmm. Wow. I know it's it's a I, when I was thinking about the question, I was <laughs> asking myself that question, and it's very difficult. Um, there's going to be a lot of editing on this <laughs> because there's these long pauses. <laughs> it's going to be long pauses. I'm I'm going to say. Drew Brees, because even though currently he's said some stupid stuff, um, I forgive him. And I think that's part of, you know, being a good person. You, you forgive people, especially if they're trying to do good. And I think that's always what he is trying to do. I admire him. I, I, I never liked him when he played college because he was... He, play, he played in, at Purdue, and I think he beat Ohio State every time. I'm not really sure if he started his sophomore year, but I think he definitely played junior, senior year. That was a really good team, and I think probably one of the per, best Purdue teams ever in football. They're usually pretty decent in basketball, but just his, the, the way that he conducts himself, all the records that he's broken, you know, he's this super small guy. You know, he wasn't even supposed to be drafted. He wasn't drafted high. I think it was second round. We've talked about him. And just, just the person that he is – the you know giving back to the community everything that he does just everything he does off the field as well but on the field you know he he's conducts himself in such a manner that I just admire someone that plays the game that the, as well as he does and appreciates all of his teammates and appreciates the city that he plays for and the situation that he's yeah I mean he the he, opportunity he, that he's been given yeah you can tell that he mean that means a lot to him and one yeah and I think and one of the things that I love that he that he's said about when people ask him you know you know how do you how do you address all the naysayers you know the people that said oh you're only six foot tall you'll never make it in the NFL you're not big enough you're not tall enough and he was like well I never listened to those people I listened to the people that were positive about it I didn't listen to the negativity so I think that just says the type of person that he is and I think that the way that he lives his life so all the accolades aside and all the records that he's broken I just think he seems like a, a lovely decent human being okay so yeah Drew Brees Drew Brees all right <laughs> number nine there you go all time all I mean he's he's such a great football player and you think about you know that he's still playing I think this will be his last year so he's 40 he's 40 yeah okay he'll be I think he's he's like January, February, I think is his birthday, and uh, yeah, he's def- he's forty. And his kids are super cute, and they're they're kind of badass little a- badass little athletes too. So, <laughs> yeah, I just think he's a great person. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. So you want to ask me one, or do you want me yeah. to ask you all? Yeah. Please? Yeah. 
Okay, so this is a hard one. Well, maybe it isn't. You might know. You might have this right off the top of your head. Okay, I have to ask this. Favorite UK men's basketball team of all time and why? Do you have a favorite team? I do. Okay. 1978. Okay, and why? Why? <laughs> because they were just bad. They were... So here's the thing. Okay. Um, Who was the coach? Joby Hall. Okay. See, she knows everything, y'all. <laughs> Um, see if I can remember everybody on that. So Rick Roby and my Your favorite. My favorite, the love of my life. Well, one of the loves of my I have two <laughs> loves of my life. He's one of them. <laughs> the other one isn't Tony. No, I'm just He's <laughs> Okay, so three. <laughs> um Rick Roby and Mike Phillips were at centers. We call them centers at that time. Yeah, every once in a while you still hear that terminology. Um, they were both 6'10", and their nicknames were King and Kong by the opposition. I mean, the t teams that we played hated them. Can I, can I, I'm going to probably date you. Were you your age? But we've already talked about that. Were you at UK at this time? I was. Okay. So you get to see them play. Did you go to any of their games? Oh, yeah. I was at okay, every yeah. game. I, every, what, looking at me like I have 10 heads. What is wrong with you, we had, we had the same seats every home game at Rep Arena. Nice. We, we, there were like four. And was it Rep Arena? Yes. Did you have Rep Arena yet? Yes. Okay. We had, uh, there were like four of us, four sorority sisters, mm -hmm. and we had the same seats every game. That's awesome. We made sure of it. Y'all were there. And it was right behind, sort of behind the bench. Nice. I mean, we were wow. close. Okay. Then they let students sit close. Yeah. Look, that could be a, let's talk about that one day. Okay. Um, Jack Givens, who set a record, he had like 41 points or something that game. Wow. He just let loose. Kyle Macy and James Lee. Those were the starters. Those were the starters. That's awesome, MJ, that you remember that. Listen. <laughs> we were... Well, the love affair so, started a long time ago, so... Well, yes, the love affair... With Kentucky or Rick Roby, with, which one? With Kentucky. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was about nine, yeah. eight or nine, ten, maybe. Probably you know, about with Daddy. Nine. With Daddy. It was, it was, you know, I felt bad for this team because, so in 75, I have to go back a little bit. In 75, I think Rick Roby and Mike Phillips, who has passed, God rest his soul, mm -hmm. um, were freshmen. And they played UCLA in the finals. Okay, and UCLA had all those great teams back in the day. Yes. And Coach Wooten, this is why I don't like Coach Wooten. Didn't he pass recently? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. He told his team before, this was the final game, this was it for the, all the marbles. Uh-huh. He told his team before they came out that he was retiring. What? Now, how low is that? <laughs> like liar, 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 pants on fire? Oh, Hmm. And I, I can tell you almost everybody that was on that team, sort of. It was, I think. You mean on UCLA? No. Hell no. Oh, oh the 75 team. The I'm 75 sorry. Team. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, yes, he's passed. He was 99 when he passed. So. Good Lord. So we lost that. We lost in 75. Okay. But we were runners up. So Rupp retired. Did Rep coach that game? I can't, that I can't remember. I always get it confused. I think he did. So he retired and Coach Hogg took over. And I feel really bad for that 78 team, even though they won. Mm -hmm. I always felt bad for them because, and, I, and for Coach Hall, because there was no discussion about winning that national championship. It was just going to happen. It, it had to happen. Mm -hmm. Now, you know I'm always saying. Was there a little bit of a drought? Did you have a little mm -hmm. bit of a drought? We had a little bit okay. of a drought. 
Um, Which, you know, in Kentucky is like two years. Because, you know, I'm always telling you <laughs> that you ask any Kentucky fan and, and, you know, what is the expectation? Win every game by 30 points in the national mm-hmm. championship. Right. That's, that's just that's just stark thinking. No pressure. No pressure. So they had lost, they had lost, I think they lost five games that year. And it was getting, you know, everybody, you could hear the, feel the panic in mm-hmm. the room kind of thing. And they had lost a game and Coach Hall brought them back. It was an away game and Coach Hall brought them back. <clears throat> Sent them to the football field for a little training. Mm-hmm. And there was some serious throwing up going on in the yeah. corners of the football field. Yeah, I mean, we're... they were, they, he just wore them out. I think we were talking about this when we were hanging out at the pool yes. last weekend about yes. a little bit different coaching techniques now than there was yeah. back in the day. So could and, still get away with that. <laughs> and uh, they pulled it off. They did it. That's right. It was, oh, and at the time they had just built, the new airport in Lexington. Okay. And it was out on um, Versailles Road. So it was, you know, out from town. Okay. Maximum capacity was like 10,000, maybe 20,000. I don't know. And there were mm, like 50,000 people waiting, back. Oh, waiting for awesome. them. To, and whoever. The whole entire state of Kentucky yes, was there. Yes, we were all there. Except for people in Louisville. And. The team came. Yeah, well, the team came in, and they were up on a little balcony thing, and somebody photographed the picture from above. I'm in that picture, and I can pick myself out. That's awesome. That's amazing. Okay. So yeah, good 70, story. Seventy-eight okay. all the way. Seventy-eight all the way. Yep. And I think it's important. I think you know because you were there too. That's that says a lot. That make that make that makes it. More, I was living the dream. Yeah, absolutely. I was living my dream. I, you know, that's cool. I, it was. That's really cool. I was just crazy. Okay, I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready for my next question. Why don't you like Tom Brady? <laughs> <laughs> okay, first and foremost, being from Ohio, he went to Michigan. That I don't that's really. Need, right I don't there. really need to say anything else. I think I admire the fact too that he wasn't highly drafted and he did become you know he's another great quarterback of this era Ugh. of football. Do you have to say that? Um, I just... Well he is I mean how many freaking Super Bowls has he care. won? How many Super Bowls has he been in? I don't care. Um, I don't either. He Because he's so arrogant oh, and he's and he cheats he does and he just thinks he's above the law of football and being a celebrity and you know and i'm gonna tell you something and now he's in florida and he you know <laughs> but a shit show he's not that good looking he's all right i'm i mean I, but he's not you know he's not ugly mary john well, i didn't say he was he's just not this uh, i just don't find him that attractive he he's strike i will give you this he's you know when you look at glance at him or whatever you go, oh, he's striking. Mm-hmm. And then you start really looking, and you're like, no, not so much. Well, I think, too, just, <laughs> yeah, the way that he carries himself, he he just, it's just the arrogance. And I think, you know, when they won the first Super Bowl, and I, and I just don't like the Patriots either. Yeah, I don't no. like the organization. I don't like anything about it. People from my that sis- part of the world. That's my sister-in-law does. She yeah. lives in Vermont. People from Boston. Yeah. People from Vermont. People from New Hampshire. Yeah. And, yeah. So... I think, you know, he, I think he was, you, you know, he was really humble and then just really went to his head. 
And you know, I you know, Coach Belichick. I mean, just I, the whole all of it. Okay. So I don't. I love. I'm actually excited that he's now at Tampa Bay because he's he's now in the same division as the Saints. So so Drew's needs so to kick Drew a little and butt. him and well, we don't have Cam Newton anymore. And but you know that's a really good division. It's always you know, Atlanta Falcons and and then the um, the Panthers. So that's I think throwing him in the mix as another really really good quarterback. It'll be interesting. Okay. I'm excited about it. Okay. Cool. That's why I don't like him. <laughs> Mostly because he's from, I don't really care about the fact that he's from Michigan, but yeah, I do, kind of. <laughs> I usually don't really care. Like, I, you know. She's usually above things like I, that. I am. I have, yeah, I think so. Like, I, but this is the exception to yeah, the rule. Yeah, I can, it's an easy way to dislike him being from Ohio. Okay. That works. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Uh oh. If you have, so you have to pick. Another team from the SEC, which team would it be and why? Like, UK is gone, and you, you, have to, you have to pick an SEC team. Which team would you pick and why? Is this football or basketball? You pick. Do you, why? Do you have one for each? Not basketball, really. then. Basketball. Not really. You know I'm not loyal to the SEC. I know, but you have to pick one. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this would be great. <laughs> At least I think it is. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Long pause. She's thinking, people. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with Georgia. I, you know what? I was going to say that. They're, like, the I, least offensive. They're the least offensive. And they're good. Yeah, they're good. Um, well, they're good in football. I don't know about their basketball yeah. program, but. I could yell for them. Okay. You could I, yell for them. I could yell for them. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that would be hard because I know you hate LSU. I know you loathe Florida, you loathe Alabama. I mean, I really... You really, Rat Bastards, Tennessee. Right. <laughs> you know, Vanderbilt's okay. Georgia's okay. Mississippi State's sort of okay, you know. But <laughs> I mean, Auburn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I think I, don't I, think the, I would pick... I would have picked Georgia as yeah. well. Or Vanderbilt. I, yeah. yeah. Well, Vanderbilt loses too much, so well, I have to right. go with Georgia. Well, then you could... You could uh, you know, get, you know, maybe get in their locker room and shake them up a bit. <laughs> I could. Yes. All right. I'm ready. All right. You're having a get together. Okay. You get to invite six people. Okay. Any athlete you want, living or dead, who's coming to dinner? Oh, geez. Uh, six? Yeah. Okay. Drew Brees. <laughs> That's Drew. Okay. A given. Um, oh, wow. Johnny Bench. <gasps> That's a good one. Pete Rose, that's three, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would invite the Williams sisters from tennis, Serena and Venus. That's there are two more, so that's five. <laughs> Famous athlete that I um look at her last name. Um, hold on, I'm gonna have to look this up because like what I'm, is she I'm having a memory. She plays softball. I'm having like oh. a memory block. Well, I'm not gonna be able to help you with that one. Let me real quick. I gotta look this up. I'm having like a complete brain cramp. Um, Lisa Fernandez, she played softball at UCLA, and she's considered like the. And she played in many, many Olympics and won many, many gold medals. And she is a pitcher. She was a great hitter. She was a, just a great fielder. She could play any position, but she's mostly known for pitching. And she's considered the best women's 
softball player of all time. So Lisa Fernandez, why not? Let's have her. Very interesting mix of people. But mostly baseball. I know. Or softball. We know Johnny and Pete will get, get along. Yeah, hopefully. I think they did. Yeah, that's who I'd invite. That was fun. Sorry, Lisa Fernandez, if you're listening. I didn't mean to forget your last name. I was drawing a blank. So would you just have a, would it be a casual conversation or just picking their brains? <laughs> See, I would be go, so Pete, tell me. <laughs> oh, it would be like a total brain pick, I think. Okay. Don't you? Like, if well, you how have, could like, you not? that, like, eclectic group of people, um, different, all sports figures, but different sports and different eras. Yeah, I think it would be a fun. I think, you know, it could, it could go on for days. It could. It could be epic. It could be epic dinner. And you could. That's a fun question, Mary John. You could take. That's better than any of mine. You could take Pete to uh, the casino afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we'll put Johnny in charge of him. Yes. <laughs> I love Johnny Bench. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By far the best catcher I have ever seen. Okay. Okay. Mine, you're next. I'm next with your question. Yes. Okay. Since favorite thing about tennis, why are you so passionate about tennis? Why are you, why were you so passionate about it? And why are you still? I, well, for one thing, because I could, it was a sport that I could actually play. Okay. And because it's all on you. Yeah. I was never a good doubles player because. Because right. you don't get along well with others. Well, I do too. <laughs> It's, <laughs> no, it was because I didn't want to be responsible for messing up. It's all on you. It, you know. So when I played singles, it was just me. I was the only one accountable for it. Yeah. Okay. And I loved, I just loved the, you know, Chris Everett's my favorite female yeah. tennis player. Andre Agassi's my favorite male. Yeah. <clears throat> Those are two, yeah. And it really, you know, when they were, well, not so much Agassi in the, the like middle to la later part of his career, mm -hmm. but with Chris Everett, he had a little bit of a comeback. He did, yeah, yeah, he did. And if it hadn't been for his back, yeah, I think it would have, you know, he would have done much better than he. I mean, he did really well. But and you listen, I was watching those matches on the floor, taking every shot with him, mm -hmm. you know, just wanting him yeah, so he, badly to pull it out. He's definitely probably my favorite male player yeah. as well. It kind of changed there for a while for me because, you know, the Martina Navratilovas and, you know, then it started getting to be more about the the physicality of it. Like for the women? training. Yeah, for mm -hmm. the training. They, you know, they were training like athlete, like football players. Yeah. Best, you know. Oh, yeah. And so it. Well, you had to with Serena and Venus coming up in there because those girls were. Right. I mean, and still are just. But Martina was probably the first one. Oh yeah, she's a specimen of physicality that started, you know, with that. I mm -hmm. mean, Chris Everett was physical, and you know, she had unbelievable shots. Mm -hmm. But she didn't have that athlete build. She had finesse. She had finesse, but she didn't have that athlete no. build that was now becoming the norm. Right. Yeah, I would say you're right. So that was kind of hard for me to get used to because now it was becoming a little bit of something else. Yeah, even Steffi Groff, I would say. Yes. I would put her, well, she's kind of Martina-ish. Yes. Too. She's I mean, very strong. Many, yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah. all the tournaments that she's won in her career. Right. Wimbledon five million times in but, a row. Right. But when so. you're watching it and you see what they're doing mm -hmm. and 
it gets, you know, they go back and, you know, well, it's like baseball. You go into all those extra innings. Mm -hmm. You're watching them go back and forth and back. And it comes a battle of the wills mm -hmm. and who can outlast physically. That's true. And mentally, it's a yeah. big mental game. Yeah, it is. Because um, you're out there by yourself. Because you're out there by yourself. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Good answer, MJ. Thanks. <laughs> you're going to have to ask me the next one, too, because okay. I... I just had those three. I wasn't expecting them to go well, so fast. Well, that's okay. Favorite sports movie. Why? Favorite Jane? sports. What's the one? Oh, shoot. What's the baseball one? Um, not the girls. The, the Charlie Sheen was in. With the Indians. Yeah. Um, Why can't I think oh of Oh, my God. We, we're terrible. Um, I know what you're talking about. That one? <laughs> I just think it's hysterical. <laughs> what is wrong with us? Michelle is going crazy right now. I'm she's, sure she is. She's Michelle. Like, Call us and tell us what it is. <laughs> it's like what right is the, wrong with us? It's like on the tip of my tongue. It's online too. I'm uh, looking it up. I love it. I looked this up. We're ding dongs. Should we pause it? No, I'll just okay. edit it out. Oh, we're gonna have to. Why is it doing this? Major league. Major league. <laughs> of course, of major course. league. What's wrong with us? I think one of the the funniest things in that movie to me was when Charlie Sheen comes walking out. From the pitching, you know, the dugout. The, no, not the dugout. The you know where they're, they send them to practice. Oh, uh huh, yeah. The bullpen. The bullpen. Thank you. When he comes walking out of that pool, um, it was like, <laughs> oh my god. And then they start singing that song. I was just like, you yeah. got. And I love Tom Berenger. I just so yeah. I'm gonna have to go with that. Okay. Just got because it. it was fun to watch and it was, you know, it's funny. Even though it was a baseball game, you know, it was they did it well. Yes. Okay. They did it well. All right, I'm ready for mine. Who had the biggest influence on you that got you into sports, that made you love sports like you do? Uh, well, I, I think it's, probably, it's definitely my dad because he, um, you know, like I've said, I, I grew up watching my dad and my mom, most, more my mom playing softball, my dad coaching, but just throwing ball with my dad in the backyard and him, you know, just, he was almost, mostly, he was almost always my coach when I was young, little, um, even into, and then when I got into high school, but he, like, even, like, in my high school games, he, um, he would come right after work, and he would only catch a few innings, but he was always there, and he'd be, you know, in his, in his work you know, filthy, dirty, and his hard hat on, and he was there, and so, you know, he's my biggest fan, and he always told me how, you know, you're really good at this game, and you have a God-given talent, and um, you should go as far as you can with it, because he really, I think he really thought that I could play in the major leagues, and I'm just like, I'm five foot two, and I weigh like, you know, 110 pounds, you know, dad, no, I can't play professional baseball but he was he just I think you know I, I think it's just in my blood too like both of his grandfathers were really big baseball fans and you know growing up in Columbus and my dad did too and and one of his grandfathers my grandmother his mom was from Columbus so kind of like a long history of baseball minor league baseball in, in Columbus and he always went to those games with his one of his grandfathers so he, him and I would go to Clippers games and stuff just him and I so I think just just him being um super um uh 
is supportive. You know, girls can play sports too. He was really good about that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, back in the seventies and eighties yeah. when it really wasn't hugely popular. So, yeah, definitely my dad. But my mom was a great athlete in her own right. And okay, hang on one second. <laughs> Sorry, MJ had to answer her phone. So, anyways, my mom too. My mom was a really great softball player and loved sports and also was never. You know, saying that because I was a girl, I couldn't, I couldn't play sports. She didn't want me to play football, though. <laughs> but other than that, I could play whatever I wanted. <laughs> well, you know, I loved being a girl, but there were times when I wish my brother and I, well, if I, he's eight years older than I am, right. so if I could have kept my age <laughs> and been the boy, I would have been in heaven. Daddy yeah. and Daddy would have loved it too. Cause yeah. Because I, I, I wanted to be on that football field. Yeah. I wanted to be on that basketball court. Mm -hmm. but yeah. I just really I just, only wanted to play baseball. Soccer, I really, I played soccer too. Soccer was fun. Yeah. That was like it was first coming around in the United States, so it was kind of a new sport. But, um, yeah, I mean, I never really was great at, you know, we played a lot of, you know, backyard football. So. Yeah. Yeah. But we were like eight. <laughs> if that 10 or something, I don't know. It's so long ago. Okay, am I next? Yep. Okay, has nothing to do with sports. Uh-oh. Favorite Def Leppard song? <laughs> Hysteria. Okay. And why? Because it is, I love, they do a beautiful ballad, and the music is so wonderful, the chords, the everything about it. Okay. And... You know, when he's like, hysteria, when you're near, I'm just like, okay, Dirty because Joe. Dirty Joe is your My, crush. Uh, yeah. If we love Dirty Joe, Elliot. You love Dirty Joe, Elliot. He's all right. He's, but yeah. I don't, I don't get it, but, you Hysteria. Know. Okay. That was easy. I thought you'd have to think about that one. Uh-uh. Huh. The only one you had to think about was the MCC. see. I know. <laughs> Funny. Is that all the questions? That's all my questions. Oh, wow. That went fast. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's about right. 30-some minutes. Um, what else? Well, I just want to say Coach Cal. Yeah, Coach Cal, if you're, if you're listening. listening. If, you, if you chose. Anybody that's listening that knows him, <laughs> reach out. Tell him to read Mayor John's letter. Yes. Um. If you need confirmation that I know my stuff, just listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. For sure. Because I gave some pretty good details on that 7018. So I read this earlier today that um, they're going to go forward with high school sports, which I just I just don't understand. Like, if you're – I mean, how are you going to do school, too? Like, I just don't – we can talk and talk and talk about the COVID. I'm telling you, there and, is and not... And sports, and I just think it's really silly. There is not going to be college football this year. We'll see. There's... I mean, I, and, the, and the other thing, like, when when you... I don't I think we might have been talking about this in the pool, too. I'm getting the pool confused with the podcast. <laughs> Maybe we should do the podcast well, from, from, the from the pool. pool. <laughs> from the pool. That might be bad, because <laughs> we were drinking at the pool. But that could be fun. Anyways, um, what was I going to say? I think... Like, one of the 
things is like, oh, they're not going to have, they're going to keep all the games within their conferences. What, what difference does it make? It doesn't. Because we talked about this. In the SEC, we still have to go to Florida. You have to go to Florida. Which is the biggest hotbed in the country. Right. Seriously? Exactly. No way. They're not going to let that happen. I, I just I just don't see it well, happening. I mean, every, well, I mean, and that's the thing. It's like how many people, Tony was saying, how many cases were there today? And the NBA's headed down there. The ML, MLS is already there. A lot of baseball teams are there. Well, I think the WNBA is playing there, too. Like, we're just putting more and more people... Well, and a lot of the and a lot of the players have already got it, mm-hmm. and are dro- and they're dropping like flies. Well, there's se- I, there's several teams in Major League Soccer that aren't playing because all their teams are sick. So it's just, I just think you know it needs to, it just needs to get better. People need to get better. It's silly. I mean, I mean we all miss sports. We all love sports, <clears throat> but this is how I knew that something was up. One of the things. Gene Smith, from Ohio State, the athletic director. Anyway, Mary John doesn't like him. Long pause. Mary John doesn't like him. He never tool. He never talks to the media. He never shows his face. He never. No, he's a douche. Nothing. Mm -hmm. He actually was on the news with commentary about the situation with COVID, Mm -hmm. and he. That's why you think it's something. Yeah, for him, for him to get on television and involved and involved is not the norm. Hmm. So I knew that. Yeah, that's that's a good point. And he didn't look. You know, his demeanor was not a positive one. Okay. So well, we could go on and on about COVID, but we're done with our topics today. Our topic today, having asking each other fun questions. So we'll. Uh, talk to you all soon. Thanks for listening. Again, you can find us on Twitter, which is uh, Bourbon Buckeyes. And we also have our email, which if you have any suggestions, at bourbonandbuckeyes.com, at gmail.com, excuse me. And Facebook. Face crack. (laughs) Bourbon and Buckeyes. Bourbon and Buckeyes. Yeah. So So check us out. Tell your friends um, to listen to us. Um, and thank you, Adam Orabaugh, for listening. He yes. said it's so nice to hear your voices, and that's so nice for you to say. Thank you, yes. Adam. Um, Mr. Adam Orabaugh is a longtime friend of both of ours. We both worked with him. He's a super, super cool dude. All right. And his wife is lovely as well. Yes. All right. We'll talk to you all later. This is Sarah. This is MJ. And we are Bourbon and Buckeyes. Hashtag, Hashtag shut, shut up, up Tony. Tony. Bye. Bye.